You're listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast with Allie, a fiery realtor queen, and Samantha, a gypsy wandering her way through life while navigating being a rock star woman with ADHD. Both are former teen moms of two who have faced challenging adversities. They're here to break stereotypes, get real with you about the messiness of life, and remind you that we're all just a little twisted. Hello, you guys. Happy summer. Yeah. You are listening to the Twisted Sisters. I'm Samantha Mello. Allie Engren. Your uh, host for today. <laughs> um, we are have been slacking big time. We have. <laughs> <laughs> Summer's got the best of us. But we can't preach self-care uh, if we don't do it, right? Right. That's what I've been thinking and in my own head. And as much as this podcast is self-care, I think it's also uh, work. Yeah. It can be, especially when we work. come to record and we can't figure out how to work. <laughs> the I'm not going to lie. You guys, we came to record and we couldn't get any of our equipment to work. And we said, yep, we're done. And so then we went and laid by the pool because we didn't have any kids. Yeah. And it was much needed and we both got fried. So. We did. Mm-hmm. But we had a good time. We really did. It was good. It was. Yeah. But, um, so today we wanted to talk about parenting. Ooh, probably why we haven't (laughs) recorded. (laughs) I can't. I just have to tell a story. Um, I I just got back. Hayden had a lacrosse tournament on the East Coast, so we were in Delaware in Baltimore. And the last time we were on the East Coast, well, this is a side story. Last time we were on the East Coast was in the fall for his tournament, and I had left my wallet in our hotel room. Um, Hayden needs something packed, so I had to unpack my bag, and I forgot to put, I had a fanny pack, so thank God I had, like, cash and my ID and stuff in my fanny pack, but I had packed the rest of my wallet and cash in my suitcase, whatever. Took it out, left it in the hotel room. Apparently, they couldn't find it, even though there was nowhere else for it right. to go. Um, and so, it got taken somewhere, and I never got it, and Hayden just gave me so much crap for that. Sure enough, we're on our way home Friday. The flight got delayed, which was fine, no big deal. And we drop our rental off, and we get on our shuttle. We get to the airport, and we have to check his big lacrosse bag on, and he goes to look for his ID, and he's like, my wallet. I don't have it. And I was like, what? Karma's a bitch. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She gave me so much shit for losing my wallet. He'd be like, Mom, you know it would be really nice right now is if I had a wallet. And I was like, you know what? Like, that's that's funny. It's not funny. And um, anyway, so it was just pretty – it was – it was a little bit of a stressful time, but also like, hmm, an awakening. so you can do it too. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, we get back and Lorelai really missed me. And so I was hanging out with her and we're chilling and we're watching a movie. And I don't know, I was doing something on my phone. All of a sudden she's like, mom, mom. I go, what? She's like, well, here you go. And she hands me a Cheetos bag. I was like, oh, thank you. Thank And she was going to share, grab the bottom of the Cheetos bag. And I'm like, Lorelai, is there a <laughs> liquid in here? And she goes, yeah. And I go, and it was warm. (laughs) And I'm like, we're potty training right now. So she went potty in the potty and did everything right. So she's not wearing a diaper or anything Mm -hmm. like that. And I, my first thought was like, is she playing with, because that's a thing right now. She plays with all the liquids, has sporting cups, whatever. And I go, is this pee? (laughs) (laughs) She goes, goes, as it splashes (laughs) on my arm. She looks at me and she goes, yeah. <laughs> Go. Haven't you ever peed at a Cheeto oh bag, Mom? My 
God. I go, this is seriously pee? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, how did you even do this? Like, I'm not even mad. I'm seriously impressed that you're able to get this. And it's full. Like, she emptied her bladder in this Cheetos bag. So I pour it in the in the in the toilet and she's like, I flush it. And I was like, okay. But I was like stunned. I didn't even know what to say. I'm like, I have pee on my arm. She peed in a Cheetos. She peed in a flipping Note Cheetos to bag. Self, if you ever have to go to the bathroom. A Cheetos bag you, will do. Yeah, you need to pee in a Cheetos bag. I'm like, first of all, where did you find this Cheetos bag? Second of all, I go, how did you get all the pee in there and she was like i go did you put it in like your toilet or what she was like yeah she goes i did it right here and there's like no pee anywhere there's nothing wet anywhere else so she managed to pee in the bag pick it up bring it without spilling oh my gosh and give it to me and i'm just like dead oh I, you need so to if write anybody that follows down. me on social media they i had to share because i just was like i didn't know what to do with it and i had nobody to like tell about it but i was like still in shock like my kid peed in a Cheetos bag and gave it. And I'm like, yeah, you're so sweet. It was like Thank the you. cat that brings on the dead oh mouse. Like, here, God. I'm going to gift you this. And she's <laughs> laughing. And I'm like, did you, did you pee? Her face is like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, I'm not even mad. I'm nope. really just impressed At least it wasn't right in your underwear. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, I was like, well, welcome to having a teenager and a toddler. It's fun. Oh, I do not envy you. <laughs> I just have to laugh. It's just hysterical. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any cool stories like that because I'm in the phase of parenting that I'm enjoying, like, having actually stuff that we I can relate to in a way because it's not like you can relate to yeah I peed in a Cheetos bag too like let me well I mean <laughs> on a good night out maybe <laughs> it sounds also like a wild night out <laughs> yes but I'm having a hard time enjoying my phase of parenting some days because I'm where Hayden is kind of at where it's just like we know nothing I know nothing at all <laughs> until they also lose their wallet and they don't they can't snap back at you and have a funny comment. It's more like, ah, oh, crap, I got to sit with this. Well, and the frustrating part with it, too, was just that, like, I'm going, you know, not once did I I didn't say it right away. I just left it. So I had to call and I'm doing that. And he's just like walking off. He's like, well, I thought that was the shuttle we were on. And I'm like, you can't just like walk off Our, yeah. we have to focus on getting through security right now you know there was just so much more and it was right. like why am i like i think you know i'm sure there was a sense of embarrassment and scared but he doesn't show any of that right and so it's really hard i'm like i don't really know how to handle it sometimes because it's really frustrating that you won't just show some emotion about it mm -hmm. or just be like i'm frustrated or i'm mad but it was it is what it is and i mean we got through it you know and his way of like when he's scared or you, whatever he he gets like pushy with me and say, yeah well, you're dumb or you're whatever and I'm yes. like don't talk to me like that right. you know like it's just I don't know it's hard to be like yeah let's joke around but then there's also like a line where a I'm like to be serious too. you're not gonna be disrespectful to me when mm -hmm. I'm trying to find it we did find his wallet uh, our family friends Sonny and Jim who we love dearly I met them um 
I did her hair. Actually, they moved to Elko New Market and um, they traveled all the time for work and they didn't have any family around. And so we just created a nice little bond. And, and so I it. would bring them Christmas cookies. Me and Hayden would bring them our um, popcorn things that we would make and just um, created that little family bond. And uh, so every time we go out there, we try to connect with them. So this time we were able to stay with them that night and they're like amazing hosts, right? They, like Sunny, like filled us with so much food <laughs> and we played pool and just hung out. But um, she ended up finding it in the couch. So it fell out in the couch. Thank God. Thank God. Because who's going to have to renew all the cards and do yep. all that, you know? It's and just, especially going to the DMV to get his permit and all yeah, that again. Just everything. Like, I know. Duh. So I told him, I'm like, well, blessings on your side that we were able to find it. And, you know, it is what it is. Like, I didn't have that blessing, but it's just, it is tough, like, to stay calm. But I was more worried. I'm like, if we miss our flight now, because... I was more getting him through security. Thank God he's still only 15. So um, they, you know, I'm, right. s- I'm still his guardian. guardian mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's like a, it would have been a trail of things. And, you know, they don't understand that because my head goes, I have to be to work tomorrow. I have to be to work tonight. We flew in. I had to work that night. I had to do all this stuff. And I'm like, I go, I, it's a domino I don't have effect. time for that. Right. For <laughs> but sure. then, you know, it's it's hard. That age, they want the responsibility of stuff, but you have lessons to learn. And sometimes it's falls on us. Yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm definitely going through the same thing. I mean, Everett, I got him a Valley Fair pass, and so he goes with his friends on Sunday, and he's like, Valley Fair doesn't take cash anymore. I'm like, what do you mean they don't take cash? So then I don't, he doesn't have his own debit card yet, because he's he's just turned 13, so we're just getting to the that part of life, and so I had to send him with one of my credit cards, and I was like, oh. Set him up God. on Apple Pay. That's what we do. I don't want my card on his phone because last time I put my card on his phone, it got hacked into. Oh, really? Yeah, and then it spent $300 plus of my money. And so I took all the cards off because I'm like, all these apps that you play in these games, they get a hold of it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hayden has Apple Pay on mine, but yeah, we got on that. Mm -hmm. I know we just got on a debit card this year. I know. It's crazy. Life is pretty crazy. And then you have the one in between, you know, the toddler and the... The, the teenager. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jackie boy. Yep. Jackie boy. Go nine going on 25. 80. <laughs> <laughs> 25. I said, you said 80. 80. He is like he, an old man. He is such an old man. I mean, literally. So my mom brings him to. This is like he's came out of me and was an old man. Like balls to the walls, like wants to hang out with the guys doesn't care about people his own age. I mean, he has two older brothers, so that to be expected. But, I mean, my mom talks about she brought him to um, Buck Hill, and they go tubing. And afterwards, there were all these guys standing at the fire. And all these other kids were running around playing. But Jack wanted to go stand with all the all the men at the fire, and he was, like, standing there with his hands in his pocket, like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, guys, what's up? He does have the old man stance. Get down. <laughs> oh i love it (laughs) i know i know lorelei and him are a lot alike they are that's funny he just said yesterday he's like so when lorelei gets a um dirt bike 
I'm going to have to teach her how to ride it right. <laughs> Where's that coming from? That's so I cute. go, you just want a new dirt bike. That's why you, <laughs> you're trying to like butter me up. Like, oh, I'll, I'll have Lorelai learn how to ride a dirt bike. But Dude, I. <laughs> she's a little motorhead. It's, it's hysterical. I didn't know that I was. Genetics are strong because that all comes from Matt. Like she has so many of his characters. It's incredible i don't understand it like she's a little animal whisperer just like he was like every animal just loved him like she just you know and then she just wants she we went on a bike ride yesterday and she's like wait she's like trying to put air in our tires and fix things like she just naturally wants to yeah. fix things she now na- and i'm like going it's, it's broken i throw it you know i'm like throw it <laughs> off to the side like oh, somebody will fix that <laughs> no that's how jack works too though no, i mean over here, like mm-mm it's definitely a it's a hard thing to parent a child that is completely opposite from you yes because Everett is so me and so it's like yeah I get why you're doing that okay cool whatever and then Jack comes into the mix and it's like complete opposite I'm like I don't know what to do with you like (laughs) I can't leave you alone at the even the age of eight because I go out to the garage and he's got his whole five hundred dollar bike torn apart and i'm like we bought you a nice bike because that's like your thing like he rides his bike like a crazy person and i come out there and he's got it all torn apart because that's how his brain works he wants to make it better he wants to fix it he wants to put different grips and i know that's a kid thing but like his brain is just an engineer brain yeah how does this work i'm gonna figure out how this bike wheel spins and it's but he doesn't have the the experience to label and put right the, like know where everything is. Yes. And like he might remember some of it, but that's something you learn right. with this with experience. Yes, after you take your bike apart without so doing that. Off we go to Eric's bike shop to fix the bike. Three hundred dollars later, uh-uh. I'm like, should I have just bought you a new bike? A new bike at that point. I but, wouldn't have. I would have been like, you're buying your own new bike. Well, we we let it sit at Eric's bike shop for quite a while. To <laughs> you guys are like, we need this damn bike back. Holy crap! <laughs> like, we need this bike. I don't care what it's gonna cost well, at this point because we need him on this bike outside. Now we just find. <laughs> A bike a year, really, that he can tear apart and put back together. Like, here's your junk bike that we found on the set. Yeah. Not junk, but here's yeah. your free bike that somebody didn't want anymore. Yeah. Take apart this bike and figure out how it goes back together. Not your nice bike. <laughs> I love it. That's yeah. awesome. Like, you're going to be a mechanic or something. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He definitely engineering mind. Mm-hmm. I know. No, it's kind of similar. Me and Hayden have always been, like, more into sports and competition and shopping (laughs) no um it is it's kind of weird how that all works I've always been able to relate to him a lot more I think but um Lorelai is her and I are a lot alike but we're not so sometimes I have to really step back and like she's a lot more emotional than I'm used to she and I'm over here like you have to just chill out for a second right deal with it yeah and but she is but she's not at the same point so it's like I just uh, yeah and I you know it's probably different birth order is different you know raising a boy versus Mm -hmm. a girl what they're dealing with on a daily basis and yeah it's definitely interesting but I would say she is definitely relates to like the boys in our family a lot more than she does like anything else Mm -hmm. 
Like, but we also that we're kind of surrounded by boys. Like yeah. My dad, my nephew, my my son. You know, like there's a lot which of is a really good thing I feel as a girl because I didn't have that, and so I had a hard time relating to boys for a long time because I was like, well, I just have sisters and a mom, and granted, I had a stepdad, but. He grew up with all sisters, so it was like yeah. he was kind of a woman in his own way. <laughs> Not really, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He could relate to women better. So when I got around manly men, not that he wasn't manly. I'm not saying that, Dave, promise, but <laughs> guys, guys. <laughs> He's in touch with his feminine he side. Is. He Thank doesn't get you. threatened by no. that. He's just like, yeah. He's awesome. But definitely manly, that guy's guy, I'm like, well, I have nothing in common with you. <laughs> Right. What do we talk about? <laughs> I know. And I I don't know. I just have always had a spirit of like learning everything. Doesn't mean I enjoyed it, but I do I did like I my best friends growing up were always boys and stuff. Yeah. So just because it was like they were gonna race me down the right. street mm-hmm. and they like would I don't know, do whatever I basically told For them. Sure. <laughs> yeah my best friend Patrick it was pretty yeah we got in a lot of trouble together (laughs) growing up we were like born together basically and we got in a lot of trouble all the time but poor kid and I think I like would just beat his ass up like he's probably probably scared of women because of me oh that's hysterical (laughs) (laughs) so going back to parenting what kind of a parent are you how do you how would you oh, explain you know when I had Hayden I sh- I didn't know I was right as 19 I was like I read this book it's called Boundaries by Cloud and Townsend it's more of a faith-based book but somebody told me about it but it's more of a psychological in I uh, I would say um psychological take on bound well it's learning the person um your birth order your uh how you receive things how you perceive things like it's just it really breaks everything down and it also talks about how to set boundaries with different people but um when I read this book the reason why I was looking for something was because I was like I don't know how to parent like I mean there's some things my parents did that I liked and there's some things I hated um there's some things I liked about other people's parents, but I didn't like this other aspect. So it was kind of like I didn't really know where I stood mm-hmm. in my um, – well, I didn't even know who I was. So I was right. like, how can I even parent a kid? But um, this book was, like, life-changing for me because it helped me learn just to – step back from the idea of parenting and really just learning about my child and who they're going to be like um who they are I would say and just learning how to talk and how to guide them as their own person Mm -hmm. and um like they would say you know some people you can yell at them and it doesn't affect them but if you um, take something that's precious of theirs away then it affects them a lot more right. and then there's some kids who you raise your voice a few octaves and they're crying so you just have to figure out and these are just people these are and it doesn't have to be kids obviously but you have to learn how people hear and you know how they don't how they're communicating the best way to get you know, in touch with your child. And um, that was helpful for me because I learned a lot, not only about people around me and the psychology of like who they are and how to um, really learn about people and communicate, 
but it learned a lot with my kids. And so um, I just learned that I don't know. I'm probably, I'm a pushover for sure. I know that. Um, with Hayden, it was hard because I only had him half the time. So when I had him, I didn't want to spend my time fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, so I would just be like, you know what, whatever. But I did follow through in certain things. Like I, there was certain things where, um, if we were at the zoo and he was just not listening and he was running ahead and right, we're just arguing and we're fighting and I would give him choices. And that's how I learned to parent him was just, you have a choice. You can go clean your room, like I asked you before, or you cannot do it, and then you're going to be in timeout. Or you can not choose that, and then we'll have another consequence. You know, So then he would not choose it. He'd go in timeout, and I'd say, okay, you have another choice. You can go clean your room, like I've been asking you, or now you're going to get a spanking, or now you're going to lose your favorite toy, whatever it was. I don't think I ever really had to spank him. But it was just, that was like our last ditch effort. But normally after those consequences, he would say, yeah, I think I'm just going to go clean my room. And I'd say, I think that's a good choice. (laughs) You know, but I think the one time I had to spank him, I was like, I I just had to tell him, I was like, I think it really sucks that you chose this because I don't want to do this. Right. Like, I don't want to fight with you. I wish we were, we were watching our favorite movie right now, just hanging out. But instead we're fighting about you cleaning your room. And I said, you know, it's like, if you could just go, I go, you, it's your choice. You have your choices. You get to do whatever you want to do. I go, but unfortunately, I don't want to do this just as much as you don't want to do this. Right. You know, so help me help you. I don't want to fight with you. I'm your advocator. I know that if you have a clean room, you're going to sleep a lot better tonight. Mm-hmm. Like, please, I would you're always have feel to tell about them, yourself. Yeah, like, know that I have your best interest in mind I am not against you I am for you and so I would have to say things like that with him like Mm -hmm. just but now I can see you know how some of that is following through with those things or when we're at the zoo like we're gonna leave if you have a choice now this is your last choice we're gonna leave and I had to leave and you know how hard it was to freaking leave the zoo when you you just just paid paid money and (laughs) you know but those are those moments where you push over and when you're on vacation and you're having those moments they look at you and you're like I will leave and yeah. they know you will leave right exactly <laughs> no that's a real thing <laughs> but I I would say as I've gotten older and I have like less patience <laughs> and I don't know I think as Hayden's gotten older you just some of it seems so stupid too mm-hmm. like some of the things we focus on as parents I agree like you need to fold that or you need and it's like who freaking cares exactly like it's not a big deal pick your battles whatever so I now I feel like I'm kind of on the other side with Lorelai where I'll say stuff I do follow through but at some point I'm like I give up I don't really care right now I'm not gonna fight about it um it is and it comes back to the personality too I think it's like I can talk about Everett I mean he was the best he was a hard baby but as soon as he could sit up he was the best kid ever Like I never have had to ever really yell at him. And then I had my second born and it was like, oh, this is called parenting, (laughs) right? Like strong will doesn't listen. You have to have consequences. You have to, you know, with our little, our little softies, they're like, okay, mom, yeah, sure. I'll listen. I'll just stay right by you. And the other one's like, yeah, peace out, bitch. Like (laughs) I'm out. Watch this. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's true. And so it's hard. I think I, 
they Hayden knew how to wear me down. He did. And Lorelai knows how to wear me down too. When you're a single mom <laughs> yeah. and you don't have anybody to pass them off to and be like, you wait till your dad gets home or so, you know, it's just, you kind of like, yeah, you got me. Like I quit at this point. But sometimes you, you just roll with it too. I don't know. My kids are, they're, they're super fun. They're interesting. I, I think my hardest problem with parenting as I'm older now is just remembering to get on Lorelai's level, to get down and play with her, to go and do those things because when I finally sit, I want to just sit. So I kind of forget to like do that where I feel like I was much better at doing that with Hayden. I was a lot better at getting on the floor with him, going and playing, you know, hopping on the, but I was also like 22. (laughs) 23 hopping on the playground and with Lorelai I I play with her but not as much as I feel like I should I just like you're just exhausted sometimes yeah but I think that goes back to you having your full time being her sole yeah provider yeah yeah you got your little breaks I feel like with Hayden yeah for sure yeah I'm kind of the same way as a parent I'm definitely a pushover um because it just stems back to we're responsible for these guys till they're 18. And I'd, I feel like even with jobs, right? If your boss is yelling at you, are you retaining anything? No, you're yeah. not. And right. so why am I going to come and yell at you? I mean, I'll raise my voice here and there. And then they know I'm serious. Then they, Yeah. And that's the thing is then they know you're serious. Mm-hmm. And you have to say, you know, yeah. Right. This is, this is not where I want to be I just put the truth to it like here's what's what's like a story do you remember like a time where like you yelled at your kids and you felt really bad about it or anything like that yeah I think sometimes with me um I put work first a lot of the time and I don't mean first not all of the time but I I work from home so a lot of the time in the summer it's like guys like I have to work and I apologize for it but and so I do get short fused and I do yell like go find something to do and that's really what it comes down to I mean Jack has I've raised my voice at him more than once (laughs) (laughs) but that's just because he's a strong-willed kid and he doesn't care and you can take away stuff and you can punish him you can ground him you can take I mean, honestly, sometimes it's just like, wow, you are so strong willed. Like even like authority figures don't matter. My my neighbors call him Eddie Haskell because he literally will stand (laughs) on the corner like, hi, I'm great. And then the next minute he's out, you know, being naughty. And it's like, what in the world are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I want to tell the lemonade story that I do have a really good story where I did yell at him. So. Jack is an entrepreneur and he's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to have a lemonade stand with my friends. And he's all excited about it. And so they're having the lemonade stand and they're paying him and they gave him 10 bucks. And he walks away the first day like, yeah, I got 10 bucks at the lemonade stand. This is awesome. So the next day he goes and the girls are having the lemonade stand. And he's like, they're like, yeah, we don't need your help anymore. And they're like, but you could ride your bike around and tell people that we're having a lemonade stand. So he's riding his bike around telling everybody and comes back. And they're like, yeah, no, like we don't need you anymore. 
he got so mad that they would not let him be a part of the lemonade stand that he knocked over the the like change thing like the money jar like screw you and he ripped up their sign (laughs) and he came home and he's like yeah I just ripped up their lemonade sign because and I'm like wait wait what just happened you knocked over their change jar ripped up the sign like, I love that he came home to tell you about I know. it like, <laughs> I would have I would have kept my mouth shut same yeah so anyways we ended up taking the ten dollars that he made and we went and bought the girls a bunch of brand new markers and new poster board and he had to write a letter stating I'm sorry for knocking over the change and ripping up the sign and he was so embarrassed yeah that he had to do that so I I like I'm not a big yeller um for the most part I mean unless obviously I'm pushed to the point yeah. and so if I'm pushed to a point they see it but there's one time with Hayden I remember and we I just moved into my house we had, I hadn't unpacked everything and we would get home late, man. He would have wrestling practice and all this stuff. And he was young. I think he was like second grade or whatever, but he wanted something. We'd gotten home. It was late at night. I was trying to write this check out for, I don't even know. I was trying to do something and he wanted something and he wanted it right then when I had told him, you need to get your pajamas on and we're going to be going to bed. And he I, it was his easel. He wanted his easel. This goes up in my room. This goes up in my room. I'm like, Hayden, I know. Um, I need you to wait because you can't do that on your own. And I had all these breakables out on our table, right? Like on my coffee table, all this stuff out that I was going to be putting away, whatever. And um, I started focusing on whatever I needed to focus on. And sure enough, he's trying to grab it and whatever and knocks all this shit over. Oh, gosh. Bunch of shit breaks, right? It's like 930 at night now. He's <laughs> supposed to be in bed. It's past his bedtime, all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I flipped a switch and I just because I had said it like twice or three times and I was like, are you effing kidding me? And I swore and I was like so not proud of myself after, obviously, but I was like, get up in your room now. I told this is exactly why I told you. I am like, I'm just done. I'm done. (laughs) And he went up in his room and I had to take a deep breath because it was like, even though it wasn't a big issue, it was just like that age where that was like the thing yes. that kept happening. And I never really yell. I never get to that point. But this night I was pushed to that point. And I went up and I had to sit on his bed and I just said, I am so sorry that I yelled. Like, I'm so sorry that I swore. I apologize that I yelled. And please, please, please forgive me. Like, because you could tell like it crushed his spirit and um you know but we had to have a talk and I said I don't want to get to that point I need your help to help me I know that you're what you want and the things that you're in is so right here in the moment but um I have a lot of other things going on and I don't expect you to understand at your age you know but please forgive me for screwing up like I know that that was not the best response but he you know he did and he was like I forgive you and we you know I just sat and I hugged him and I sat there with him because he was totally like on the verge of tears right you know and it just we it was exhaustion it was all the things and um but I remember feeling like I got you know I sat there with him and we went through it and I like called I forget who it was at the time probably 
an ex-boyfriend or I don't know who I was with. And I was like, I just bawled. I was like, I feel so terrible. I can't believe that I let myself get to that point. But they were like, Sam, but this is life and this happens. And the fact that you can go and apologize to your kid and take responsibility is huge because he's going to do that one day. Mm -hmm. He's going to freak out and he's going to have to take responsibility for that, you know. But it's just so funny because I just, I wonder, sometimes I wonder, does he remember that moment as much as As I remember that moment? Uh, yeah, that's a you good know when you crush it. your kids. You do, spirit. yeah. You know when you see them, and you're and like, a lot of the time it's not even oh, what I they're up. what like, they're doing. I feel like I feel like it's a slow burn of things. Yeah, right. Absolutely. It's everything leading up. But they and don't know that. No. They don't understand. Right. That. Yeah, it's tough. So I mean, I think I think as parents, I think you just have to be really willing to like accept your faults and accept when you screw up. Yeah, and accept I agree. and like show by example. I mean and. You know, after Matt died, me and Hayden, it was hard because I was like, how do you not understand that I'm in such a place? But he didn't. He couldn't. No. He just knew that his normal was completely Mm -hmm. gone. And that's all he wanted back was his normal. And I was like, oh, my God, ouch. You know, like, this is sucks. And it was just, it's tough. It's tough when you have to go through life and such extreme life sometimes whether you're having marital problems whether you're having job problems money problems and you're trying to keep it all together for your kids mm-hmm. um it's hard to show up for them sometimes right right and that's when i think we just have to have grace and understanding and yeah there's... i think it's just the truth i think sometimes as parents we try to make their life so perfect and fairy tale like right because we want them to have the best childhood but in reality sometimes they do need to hear the truth of things because i think it makes them better people and be able to get themselves out of situations absolutely i Mm -hmm. i i i couldn't agree with that more i tell people all the time like just tell them your struggles tell Mm -hmm. them what you're going through because even though and you know us as kids we need discipline right we need that stuff we need structure you need structure Mm -hmm. you need discipline you need those things and that's what you know that's what builds you in in your character um but obviously we don't always go about it the right way so I don't believe there's a right or wrong way to parent I think you know you have to do what's best for your family and what you believe but I think the best thing I found was a structure of giving my children choices, trying to understand their love, like how they communicate, how they receive love, how they're giving love. Their love language. Yeah. I mean, although I I believe our love languages are what our parents didn't give us as we get older. But when you're younger, it's different, you know, and you have to understand, like, I think it's really cool too, is like, I think up until a baby is nine months or seven months, they literally identify themselves as the mother. Like, they think you two are one. They don't even identify themselves. Um, Or, yeah. And then then they get that sense and they understand that they're their own person, Mm -hmm. you know. And and that's – it's beautiful to watch. It's beautiful to be a part of. But, man, it can be tough some days. Yeah. And I just love that, like, our goal is to let them find their own passions and set them off to go and do what they want to do because I I love that the world is starting to see these things right like you have your traditional families that are like you're going to be a lawyer you're going to be a doctor Mm -hmm. and this is how it's going to be and now it's like people are just accepting like you go do what you want to do and I'll support you within that 
Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because I think you have people running multi-billion dollar companies who have zero college experience, right. who have all the drive in the world mm-hmm. and all of that, you know, it's it's not based on, you know, these certain standards or society standards. Right. It's, it can, you can be whatever you want. And that's what's really cool about, you know, I know that there's a lot of turmoil and all these disagreements of, I would say, po- political politics right now and just all this stuff the world and the one thing I can appreciate I think is amazing is that exactly what you said we're to a point where people have the freedom to be whoever they want to be in life they get to you can create jobs you can create money in the most intriguing ways these days and just the fact that if you don't want kids it's you don't need to have them anymore like I love that it's we're accepting that as a society because that's what was preached into our heads somewhat like oh you're gonna go get married you're gonna watch all these ultimate happiness yeah you're gonna find your prince charming and then you're gonna go and you're gonna have babies and then one of the parents is gonna die because that's in every (laughs) disney movie i know it's horrible it's terrible i want to touch on co-parenting though because i think a lot of our listeners i've been getting a lot of messages like i would love to hear about what you do for co-parenting because i am a bonus stepmommy and i know you've been one too so kind of just touching on the different types of parenting and how bringing it into a blend blended family and i feel like for me i had a lot of structure for my kids and the first time i remember that my my little bonus baby spent the night at my house I had just bought a brand new couch (laughs) and we, it was a duplex. I was living in a duplex at the time and we went over to the neighbor's house across the way, like not across the way, like literally the door away. And he got a hold of a knife somehow and he put holes, slashed holes into my brand new couch. And I was like. Which at that age is like a big deal. Yeah. Because you got, yeah. Yeah. Like he was like four. yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I really just want to like break up with your dad right now because I'm so mad <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that you did this to my couch. Yeah, And so it was really hard at first to blend our families because I feel like the same way with him sometimes with Everett where it was like, why is he doing this? And it's like, well, that's what he does. And so yeah. it's it's really hard sometimes to blend those families, but it gets better as you as years go on and they just become your child and you learn how what their love language is. And I yes, yes and no, it, it is, but you still have to respect the other parent. It, there's just so many dynamics there that is. go into it. So just because you want to love a kid doesn't always mean you get the opportunity to. Yes. And um, that I think that is the hardest. I think it's really hard to if you don't have the freedom to do that and you're you kind of have to walk around eggshells mm-hmm. and you all you want to do is just love this kid and you're you're stuck kind of feeling like you have to um and, and absolutely you respect boundaries and you respect things but it's hard I I don't know um 
I come from co-parenting where I just believe the more people that love your kid, the better. Yes, Nobody can ever replace you right. as a parent. But when you are, you know, dealing with somebody or people who have insecurities are maybe very young still, mm-hmm. are still going through things for the first time, immature, I would say emotionally immature. Um, that's a tough thing to deal with because <laughs> that comes out in everything. It does. And you have and to learn that that person has to put their kid first too and you you have to know that you're you are going to be second in the relationship yeah and you you do you have to put judgments aside you have to put you really have um step parents to me are incredible they are um i think i'm just blown away by step parents i think if somebody wants to come in and love your kid um willingly like um, they're not forced to like they they don't have to be in that relationship like they choose to come in they choose to take your kid on and they choose to love their parent as much as they can which is only going to make that person better yeah so if somebody's loving their parent their parent is happy your kid is going to have a really great life and I just I wish more people could see that but I know that every situation is so, 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 so different. Oh, it absolutely is. I think when it ends in, you know, the first marriage ends, right, in divorce, and this poor little kid just gets thrown from one way to the other way, and they don't really know where they where they stand if one parent is constantly brainwashing that child to hate that person. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. There's so many dynamics, and it's sick. I mean, it's disgusting, and... um, you know, but unfortunately, that's what happens when we become parents, when we're not really emotionally mature yeah, exactly. and we're doing things, you know, so th- it's it's sad that things are and people are affected by it. But I do tell people all the time, co-parenting, it gets a lot better with time. It does. And just stay focused on yourself. Take the high road as much as you can. Because the only thing that's going to matter in the end is your relationship with your kid. Mm -hmm. And be honest, you know, don't create a picture perfect. You know, if the other parent isn't showing up for them and isn't showing up on their days, you kind of have to be honest about it. You don't have to be like, well, your dad's never coming. You can be like, I am so sorry. Right. But they're not coming Mm -hmm. today. I, I called them. I did what I could. But, you know, and you hold them and you let them cry and you let them deal with it and then you move on to the next time and then you start letting them make a choice do you want to see them do you not you know like sometimes they don't I know sometimes things are court ordered and things like that but I think those are really important times to be very honest with your kids and um, I think just staying consistent too like you are consistent like as me right like in my stepson's life I stay consistent you need something like I will bring you to your friends Mm -hmm. I will do the things that are important to you because you respect where I'm at yeah. and and we have a great relationship was it always like that no it yeah. wasn't but well and I think when you're blending families like that and one kid is going to another household you guys have certain rules and right. standards at your house so it's hard to have to enforce 
one way with right. your kids. Especially and then, when you only have them every so often. It's yeah. like goes back to you with Hayden. Like the last thing I want to do is have rules and make you feel yeah. a certain way when you don't have these rules. Right. And then at, your other kids are going, what the fuck? Exactly. Like, why do we have these yes. rules? So yeah, why it's are you a favoring him? Yeah. And it's like, it's not like that and until they understand yeah. which we're at now. And we've grown through all these growing pains in life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. And then you have like me with his dad and his, his stepmom. And we were literally on a chat today because um, the way we communicate is we have a Facebook message group and it's me, him and his, his wife. And so she sees everything we all talk about and she's part of our group. Sometimes she chimes in, sometimes she mm-hmm. doesn't. And that's how it's been for the last 10 years, probably. And you guys have like an um, awesome relationship. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's I think it's a great respect thing as well as um, I don't know what we would do without her because she's the most organized. She's like the wife I never had. Um, I always tell her, I'm like, thank God, because like, I'm so grateful he married you because like she's got our calendars down, man. You know, she's she's just amazing at that stuff where him and I are like two days ahead. We're like, oh, shit, like forgot to tell you, you know, Um, but we were talking today and I was like, hey, um, I'm looking at these dates at the end of summer. Can I have him? He's like, you can have him and you can have his other kid. Right. And you can have my wife too. You know, laugh. I'm like, I'll take all of them. I'm like, actually I go, forget that. I'm like, why don't you take all the kids? And then me and her are going to go on a vacation. Like, what are you Perfect. doing on these dates? You know? And she's like, let's go. You know? So we were just laughing, but it's, he's like hard. No, but it's just <laughs> funny that we can joke and we can, um, have that relate. Like they've watched Lorelai for me. They've, um, you know, I, their little boy and um, Lorelai are really good friends and it's fun to see the dynamics of it all. Um, if you would have told me this was going to be our dynamics, like when Hayden was like four, I I probably would have been like, holy crap, no way. Like right. that's incredible that I'm going to have, first of all, I'm going to have another kid. And second <laughs> of all, like, you know, you guys are all going to be at these sporting, you know, sporting events, seeing each other three times a week with mm-hmm. two little ones who are sharing snacks and, you know, like. Well, I think that comes from you being so confident too within yourself, right? Like yeah. you allowed her not that not that you had a choice to allow her in but you are such an open and like come and love my child and nobody's going to take my place yeah. because you knew your relationship with Hayden was a great and we, thing and we had some moments um we definitely had some moments yeah. where um <laughs> yeah we had some moments and you know but um she can't, you know, she apologized for them and I try to communicate and I've done my thing, you know? And so I think as you grow, you know, and she, she had mentioned to me one time that she came from split parents and she was taught to, you know, you kind of have to choose a side and you have to not like the other. And that's not how it is anymore. Like her parents are, I think it's really cool. Um, you know, we'll be at a sporting event. I tell Hayden, I'm like, you have a pretty freaking amazing group of people. Yeah. Like, not only do you have your dad and you have your dad's family, right? You have your stepmom and both of her sites. So her mom and stepdad and then her dad and stepmom. And then you have my parents who are, you know, remarried. And then you have, it's just, it's just cool. It's really neat. And pe- we people make comments all the time. They're like, you guys all just sit together. You guys all like can talk, you know, it's, it's really cool to witness that, um, all these people can just come and enjoy each other and 
you know, catch up yeah, and enjoy absolutely. that. But it wasn't always like that. So I have to say that. It, well, it's not. And it's not always going to be like that. Right. Like in my situation, I just stay out of it all. I'm like, you can go, Michael, you can go and you can, you know, go to the games and I'll sit with you. But it's not. It, unfortunately, it didn't work out in our yeah. favor that way. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it's tough. And then, you know, you have Matt's son who him and I had a great connection. Um, and then, I, you know, I'm not quite sure what happened with the situation. But unfortunately, I don't get to see him anymore. So it is hard, though. I think um, accepting somebody else's kid in a relationship um, is so much more than the relationship. Yes. And so it's hard to grieve kids you know it's hard to grieve the loss of kids Mm -hmm. when you open your heart to that and Mm -hmm. you open your love and um it's that's a tough thing it's hard for you but it's also hard for those kiddos that you you know they grow attached to you as well too and yeah mm -hmm. you know and I used to think oh you can't you know you can't have your kid get attached to people but I've changed my stance on that I think um I think people come and go in our lives all the time and we have to learn that there's mm-hmm. a phase and a time. Don't get me wrong. Like, don't be bringing somebody in every different night, you know, right. um, whatever. That's a different story. But I do think it's important in relationships for whoever you're dating to see you in the parent role. Yeah. See you in a mom role. See you around your kids because that is your life. Right. It's not all these extravagant dates and doing that. Yes, those are super fun, but this is my reality and this is who I ultimately am. I just heard a time. really good one today too that um the moms are looking for Amazon Prime and commitment. Not Netflix. <laughs> not Netflix and, and chill. chill. I like that. <laughs> That's good. I know. But, you know, and so I do think it's important for them to see you in those places and to see if they it works to see if they fit in. And Mm -hmm. it is, you know, and you don't have to sit there and tell your kids like, oh, this is your new daddy. Like you can be like, this is my friend, (laughs) you know, and control that. But I do. I think it is important to um, bring people into your your realm in your space, which I really haven't done yet. But. I do think it is important. And sometimes I feel like guilty, like, oh, I had boyfriends when he was. And it was like, no, they I can tell you they all taught him something amazing in right. his life yeah like one of them was an amazing skateboarder snowboarder he taught Hayden how to do that that is skills Hayden carries to this day mm-hmm. Matt taught him how to build I mean be a gentleman load a car properly ride a dirt bike like those are things that he will take you know throughout his life yeah. like um you know so it's just and I appreciate that they all implemented something well I it. think it just comes down to there's people in your life for a season, a reason, and a lifetime. There and I think as people, even not in relationships, we have friends that come and go that are yeah. only in for a season. So it teaches people how to be resilient and be able to grow as yeah. people too. Well, and just, I think, learn where to put your energy and where, you know, just because somebody's in doesn't mean you have to like, but a child's love is healing. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think those relationships are pretty special to have. And I think you, as a parent, if you're a, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? A, it starts with an S. Society? No. If you're a stable, stable. a stable parent. Systematic. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to just allow 
Joe Blow to come on right. over and you're going to really decide like, okay, yes, I'm ready to introduce you as a friend for now. Or, oh, they have kids. Great. Let's bring the kids and go yeah. do X, Y, Z to see if how they interact with one yeah. another as friends. Yeah. Granted, the kids are smart. They're going to know you're dating. Like, <laughs> I do. That is one thing I wish that I had more of was like single friends with kids that you can go like do stuff. I mean, not that like I can't do that with my married friends. Right. But it's no. just different because they do a lot as a family. Absolutely. And so like I'm like sometimes I think it would be nice to have like that kind of a well if you're listening sam needs single friends with kids so <laughs> reach out and then you're gonna be like you want to do something this day and i'm gonna be like i'm at lacrosse right i'm at that's the, I'm the problem <laughs> no it's good i think it's um i love this topic i think it's you can go in so many different you directions can. and we can talk about so many different things mm-hmm. and um but i think we can all remember a story of like shame and guilt and um yeah. I mean, whether it was yesterday or however long ago I think the biggest thing to remember is just how much we love them and to not only set goals for ourselves but set goals as parents mm-hmm. and 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 stick by our commitments with them and follow through with them and um you know I really love my kids as friends and stuff yes. so I think that says a lot about your your kids when you like I, I mean we go on all these lacrosse things and I just love the moms and mm-hmm. I love the kids and we have so much fun and it is not always like that no but I think it not. goes to show the types of parents that are around I love it I love I that those so are the too. surrounded by because I have the same thing just I have all these girls I have all boys and so I have all these girls coming over to hang with E all the time and I'm like gosh I didn't get a girl but I have so many cute little amazing women little women in my life that I just love watching that I know Mm -hmm. as they're older too I think it is a struggle because you you know got the attitudes and you got whatever but man it's fun to banter oh it's fun to have the sense of humor and Mm -hmm. bullshit with them and laugh and like and I'm in a neighborhood of all boys like every house I feel like has a boy in it and so Jack has like 80 million little boys running like constantly like I could look out my window right now and they're probably all I love it (laughs) this is such an old school neighborhood it's like yeah I've always loved it for you mm-hmm. guys. I think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But one thing I did appreciate during COVID was Hayden and his friends. So my parents lived on, um, you know, in the country. And so after Matt died, we had to move in with them because I needed help. I was mm-hmm. a unstable hot mess. And um, he struggled with that right away. But, we, you know, obviously we nestled in. And his friends would come out and they would take the dirt bikes and the four wheelers. Yes. And then they would ride around and then they would take their fishing poles and they would be like can you drop us off with our bikes i'd drop them off they would go out all day and fish and do all this stuff they'd call me where they were i'd go pick them up at the end of the day and they would have gone like three different towns jumped Mm -hmm. off the bridge and the stories were just amazing and i loved it i I loved it i was like i loved Mm -hmm. that covid got you guys to go and just like live and explore yeah Yeah. and they loved it what listening they were like we met this 
this crazy lady and she gave us one of her you know whatever and then um it's just cool it was cool to hear the stories and hear them navigate and it was just it was cool to hear them they got lost but they figured it out and they went and got ice cream and then they jumped off this bridge and it's like when we were growing up you do and we didn't have cell phones and you had to figure it out and I know we try to protect our kids all the time but I love hearing those stories because it's like yeah you guys are kind of naughty but I still love you and don't (laughs) tell me that again like I don't want to hear that you jumped off a bridge I don't need to know that (laughs) (laughs) I know it's so good I it is good and so there's definitely a what what did you say a season a reason a pleasing a season A a reason and a lifetime there we go yeah I think that's pretty uh, good for parenting. I think so, too. All right, guys. We are going to be signing off here with Twisted Sisters. We're headed to Jellystone. Yeah. So stay tuned for that hot mess. Our recordings are kind of all over the place just because it's summer and it's a little crazy. But I know all of you guys understand more than we probably even realize. So appreciate your patience and we love you all. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Twisted Sisters podcast. We'll now leave you with a little bit of wisdom from Allie and Samantha. Imperfection is beauty. Madness is genius. And it's better to be absolutely ridiculous than absolutely boring. Twisted Twisted sisters. Sisters. We're all a little twisted.